Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of About to Review. I'm your host, that guy named John, and I'm once again joined by my friend and fellow film critic, Tim Hall. Hey, good to be back. Good to have you back. We definitely uh, are glad to have you back in the studio. It has been, you know, a couple weeks. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's been a couple weeks. Uh, so on today's episode, we're only going to focus on one movie, because... Boy, is it a big one. It's a, it's a pretty big one. So it is Captain America Civil War. And yeah. Wow. So we, we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> so that's why we're just going to focus on just this one. So Tim, how about you kind of talk about the the plot for those people who do not know about it? I mean, the plot is, I almost want to say the plot is what Batman versus Superman should have been. With right. The plot, <laughs> the, the little, plot, little bit of shade right out from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. All right. The plot is, you know, after the events of Age of Ultron where you know, Sokovia sort of smashed into the earth, um, the Avengers are tasked with what they call the Sokovia Accords, what they call them, right? Mm-hmm. Which was, which ends up splitting the team, right? They want, they want people to register. Right. They want to sort of have a, a say on what these people with powers can do or not mm-hmm. do. And Cap is kind of like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Right. And so that splits the team up. Um, meanwhile, Cap is he's chasing after Bucky still. And there's been a, a few terrorist attacks that Bucky's being blamed for. Cap doesn't think he, he's done it. Mm-hmm. So Cap is in his corner. And because Cap is harboring a fugitive, that sends, right. you know, regular people can't come get him. So that sends Iron Man and his team out to stop Cap uh, and, and Bucky and bring them both in. And the rest is yeah. sort of a big couple of big fights. But yeah, that's and yeah. And so, am I missing something in the plot? I feel like I'm missing something. Uh, not really, because I mean, not it's spoiling it. We're not spoiling anything. Yeah. So, yeah. so that that is the other thing that we are yeah. not going to do is we're not going to spoil anything. Right. Um. Yeah. The, so spoiler free. So we will talk about it from beginning to end. But you guys are safe. So yeah. no need to worry about that. Right off of the gate, though. Yeah. Um. There are two post credit scenes. Yes. So two, and two that I really enjoyed. Yeah, uh, they were both <laughs> great. They both had their great moments. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so there are two. So stick around. Yeah. I, I want to touch on that for just a second. <laughs> I blame Marvel. You blame Marvel. Every movie. Yeah. You go to these days. Everyone sits around. Yeah. Everyone just waits, and it was like, and no matter what the movie is, mm-hmm. and I'm like, come on, Marvel. You have now conditioned us I to know, expect for every movie. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. So yeah. So I just wanted to get that out there. Yes, there are two. Uh, one in kind of the mid scroll, mm-hmm. like Marvel does, and then right. one at the very, very end. Yeah. So yeah. Well worth it. Yeah. Except well if, you it. Have, if you have, like my friend Jessica had to pee, so she was like, "This got to hurry up. I got <laughs> to go." Did she see it? Yeah, she waited. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, so. So yeah. So the plot. I mean, no, you did not really miss anything i mean you know cap is after you know wants to help his buddy just like he did in winter soldier and from that you know you see the repercussions of bucky's actions that he to his credit he is not really in control of i mean hydra really messed this kid up oh yeah he's really messed up and that's kind of the beauty of their their relationship is you know, even though Bucky's tried to murder Cap a million times, <laughs> right. he's still like, that's my friend yep. from Brooklyn. 
and th- he still sees something in him despite mm-hmm. you know the brainwashing and as he finds out more he realizes okay i am right like i have he has yeah. recognized me he does know who i am he's he, you know bucky barnes is still in there he's not just mm-hmm. a winter soldier and so yeah dealing with you know really deep issues of ptsd right essentially and how you have cap on the on just the far end of the spectrum where yeah he had kind of a rough time in the beginning but everything else in this guy's life yeah he is doing okay right um, and Bucky doesn't want to be the Winter Soldier anymore. He's kind of like right. trying to get away from it. He's, I mean, he's because he's a murderer. He's constantly on the right. run. <laughs> I mean, you know, and it's probably, try, it's probably hard to date with a metal arm. That's probably not the best thing on a first date to like. Right. Oh, I like fishing, and I got a metal arm because I used to murder people. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not the, the L- little bit awkward. Yeah, it's probably awkward, awkward for him. I was wearing long sleeve shirts, but yeah. you know, I like that they humanized him. I like that he mm-hmm. wasn't just like some some brainless person who was just running around killing people that gave him a, a purpose. Yeah. And you saw him. It reminded me of, of this actor was talking once about a character he was playing and the character was supposed to be a drug addict and he kept telling the director, like, yeah, he's a drug addict, but he has to be getting better. And hmm. I saw that with Bucky, like, yo, he's trying to get better. He's trying yeah. to actively, like, not be this person that he knows he is. And I mean, and that is definitely that journey. Yeah. It just runs deep through the whole movie. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, so right off the top, uh, I want to talk about the current stars. Uh, that, the, the current people, team is back. Yeah, the current team. Okay, what, but, did you, what did you think of the current team, and did they bring anything different this time? Yes. So for the first, they make a point to say that Thor and Banner aren't around. That were like right off, like, like in one of the first, at? yeah, in one of the first uh, interactions of the whole yeah. team when they're talking about the, the Sokovia Accord. And What's Thund- his, name? his name is Ross, right? Yeah, Thunderbolt Ross, who, Ross. I mean, I got, I love Marvel for doing just yeah. a deep cut. I mean, yeah. bringing him back from Hulk right. with Ed Norton, not. He's you know, he Secretary of State Ross now? Yes. Yeah. Secretary so of State he, Ross. I mean, which, I mean, he would still retain his, you know, general status, but um, so bringing him back from a movie that kind of failed. Yeah. Uh, but his concerns in the movie made sense. It was like, hey, man, if I misplaced two megaton... Two 60, two 60, ton, 60 megaton warhead, yeah. someone would have to answer to it. And that's the thing. Like, he's got these two people, these two... I mean, of course, the Avengers are there to do well, but here you have two people. We can't forget what Hulk did in Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. They also referenced him crushing New York once. Yeah. Thor destroying a city in Arizona. Uh, all the stuff that happened in New York. And so they're like, hey, man, these two behemoths are running around and we don't know where they're at. So they reference that. Then they bring back yeah. Scarlet Witch, mm-hmm. which I love. I love the nod to really? her vision. Oh. Okay. Her, her, the, her, you didn't like Scarlet Witch? No, I mean, it, it was, I thought she was really good. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of waiting for her to kind of pull a little bit more out of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, because, I mean, the actress is young. The, the portrayal of Scarlet Witch is younger. Yeah. Um, but you can, and speaking of PTSD, you can see she's still dealing with what happened with yes. her brother, and that's apparent in the film. And she's still, it's that, it's that discussion, this is a spoiler, because they released a clip today. Right. But the discussion that Vision has with her about his gemstone and not being able to understand it, but mm-hmm. it's still being a part of him and hoping that one day he can understand it and maybe yeah. one day control it. And it was really a parallel with her powers. Like, she doesn't understand him. Um, she doesn't really know how to control it. Right. Which comes into play heavy in the movie. She doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah. And but, that and that 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 rings true with her portrayal in the comics also. Yeah, exactly. I mean, using hex magic, she was never quite sure. No. I mean, hell, at one point she took away all the powers of like ninety percent of the mutants on the planet. Yeah. 
during the House of M storyline. Yeah. So, I mean, it. Yeah, they nudged it at her and Vision's love story, which right, which I was very excited to see. Th- that uh, that was good, and I and I did like that. But you know, I don't. You know, I'll let you talk about some of the other other returning stars. But can I say mm-hmm. my favorite? Before was, you start, no, you cannot say. No, <laughs> yes, of course you can. <laughs> uh, my favorite was Falcon and Bucky. Falcon and Bucky, their interaction. So good <laughs> because again, you have he tried to he literally <laughs> ripped his wing off and threw him off a helicarrier yeah. last time they interacted. Mm-hmm. So now he's like he he's with Cap. He's like I'll go where Cap goes. Yep. So then Cap's like, hey, this guy who tried to murder us, still my friend. <laughs> and there's that point where he's like, oh, so now we're cool with this now. Like right. he really has a moment of like we're supposed to be cool with this guy because mm-hmm. he remembers your mom's name, which was a nice, hilarious nod to yeah, <laughs> Superman. But uh, not, what, purposeful or not, I was going to say purposeful or not, it yeah. got a chuckle out of me. Uh, but yeah, just their, their little back and forth mm-hmm. were fantastic. There was brief scenes, and not not to belabor DC, mm-hmm. of course. But that's what that movie was really, really missing. Those and we had these comedic beats, and we'll get to the big fight scene mm-hmm. throughout that huge, amazing fight sequence where you still felt the danger, you still felt there was a fight that needed to happen. Yep. Even at the even the last fight scene, there was still some nice com, some nice comedic timing, like in and out, really briefly, really quickly, yep. without making it feel like you're watching the most depressing superhero fight ever. Well, and that is the other thing that Marvel has been doing for a while now, really, really well, which really is well. when you have these costumed people with all these superpowers, show them in the light of day, all and day. I mean that literally, <laughs> yeah. and cinematography, like. Literally, show off the costume. Show off the work that went into right. fleshing these characters out, making them seem real, as opposed to putting them at night, putting them in the rain. And that is not just a DC thing. Marvel yeah. has done it also with Incredible but, yeah. Hulk twice. Twice. Uh, you know, first he fought his dad in the clouds and yeah. there was lightning. Then he fought Abomination at night. It was like I think they've learned a lesson. They really have. And that is the thing: is in the comics, no matter what the scene is in the comics, it can be as dark as possible. You still get it. You still, you know, can conceptualize what is going on. And this one, man, I mean, they just they tore pages out yeah. of the book, and they're like, boom, and, here and, it is. And even, even, you know, the beginning when they're all meeting, talking about Sokovia Accord, mm-hmm. you, you, it's not a fight per se. It's like a group of friends trying to work out something mm-hmm. who all believe differently. You even get Falcon and Roy and and uh, what's his, Rhodes going, oh, yeah, yeah. and he's like, "Hey, man, how long are you going to keep playing both sides?" Because mm-hmm. he's been playing both sides for the longest. Yep. So you you get this back and forth, and it's and even when Tony's like, "Man, we need you on the team." Yeah, I was like, "Oh, so it's not like this angry mm-hmm. thing." It's like we need you, and if you're going to get in the way of us, your friend running around murdering people is going right. is going to cost us all. If you're going to protect him, I'm sorry, you're going down too. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, yeah, there, there were quite a few moments when Tony recognizes that, yes, they disagree. Yeah. They still need to be the Avengers. The world still yeah. needs the Avengers in some way. This was Carl Johansson. Well, Scott, Black Widow says, <laughs> like, you know, having one hand on the steering wheel is better than... Better than none. Better than none. Yeah. And it was Scarlett Johansson's portrayal of Black Widow. Yeah. When you talk about one-liners, her character... Which is nailing him. Like, she has a few interactions with people. Oh. Well, one we're going to get to, which I squealed, but yes. Yeah. So, 
one of them, uh, at one point, like during one of the fights, and again, this is not spoiling anything. These are two of them have been in trailers. Yeah. Uh, one has not. So when her and Clint or Hawkeye in her fighting and, and, you know, they look at each other and he was like, we're still friends, right? Or no, she says to him, we're still friends, right? And he says, depends on how hard you hit me. Yeah. You know, and so like little things like that in the middle of a fight, yeah. like a knockdown drag out fight. The other one kind of right before that, a few minutes before that in movie time, uh, Paul Rudd and yeah. man so comes good. up to her and he was like, you know, I really don't want to hurt you. Yeah. And she was like, I wouldn't stress about it. Yeah. So, I mean, it lines like that. And even the vid, like the scene with Vision when he phases through the wall. Right. And she's like, yeah. dude, we talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, the door was open. I thought it was okay. That stuff is funny. And yeah, th- that was, I think, the, the balance. Can we the, talk about Vision's sweater game? Like, he's got some pretty good sweaters. Yeah, he, nice, he upped his sweater game. Yeah. I, was uh, like, I was like, he looks so funny in the sweater, but he, he's trying to... Which, honestly, like, it looks ridiculous. Yeah. It, it looks weird. I'm not sure why they did it. <laughs> it's uh, the best part of it. He's got on his, this Banana Republic look, and he's right. great. And he never touches on it. Never. Like, never once nobody says anything mm-hmm. no. or makes fun of him. No. It, he just rolls in with yeah. it. So, but technically speaking, if those are clothes, he would not be able to phase through a wall while wearing them. Listen, I'm not here. So (laughs) who knows? He's synthetic. He knows what he can do. Sure. Who knows? Who knows? Um, Okay. So those were kind of the the returning stars. Tony, what we got about. So when we meet Stark at this point, Mm -hmm. you know, he has an interaction and he starts to feel the guilt and the weight of what what they've been doing and feels like, yo, we got to be put in check. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's his thing. And he thinks both him and Cap both think they're doing it for the better of the yeah, world. For the, for the greater good. For everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and he feels like if we don't check ourselves, we're just going to go around. We're just like the bad guys. We're, just like, we're no better yep. than these guys if we're destroying buildings and things are falling apart and mm-hmm. we're leaving. And we could throw as much money and, and stuff into it as we want. But the truth is we have to be held accountable. And right now no one can check us. Yeah. And it makes sense. Like it's where his character's at, and he's you know he's dealing with still dealing with the grief loss of his family, and still dealing with, um, just you know Pepper Potts isn't around, which is kind of weird. Uh, d- did you miss her? No. It, yeah, and neither did I. Not that but she would have been. I mean, she was always like you know their interactions are always yeah. good. Uh, Williams Potter was always great with these really quick quippy. Mm-hmm. I remember the first Avengers when when. Um, when Coulson shows up, right? That's hilarious, and her and Coulson are bonding and talking, and but she's kind of been MIA after well Iron Man three, but after that she's kind of been MIA. She's yeah. on a plane and she and she Ultron. has kind of. I mean, when you see the rest of the cast out doing these press junkets and doing all of these things, mm-hmm. yeah, she for whatever reason contractually or whatever, yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow just has not really been a part of it. So she'll be back. I mean, they're going to need a lot of people to die in Infinity Wars, and they just. <laughs> Throw her body on the pile. I mean, spoiler: people were right. getting murdered. <laughs> well, that was the up. thing: is like in Infinity War Part One and Two, the Russo brothers, or either the Russo brothers or Kevin Feige, Feige, Feige. I still do not know how to pronounce his name. Call him Kevin the God. Kevin the God deserves it. <laughs> uh, Charlemagne, if you're listening, you guys have to fight to the death. There can, there can only be one. There'll only be one. So he said something like, "There will be 67 characters." In Infinity War Part 1 and 2. Yeah, that's fine. That means about 30% of those are going to die. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of... 30 is being generous. There will be a lot of... 
Quicksilver moments. Yep. They're like, hey, here's this guy. Oh, oh he's dead. Something happened to him. He got... Yeah. So... Uh, can I deposit an idea out there? Mm-hmm. If he has the gauntlet... Thanos? Yeah. Okay. And Which he, he does. He but, does. Mm-hmm. And he needs the gems. Mm-hmm. What happens to Vision? It kind of depends. So because they have not in the movies kind of gone into the Adam Warlock right. uh, side of things and you have the soul gem and you think we'll get some of that with Doctor Strange if they yes I, I do because Adam Warlock you see him in the back of Guardians of the Galaxy in the collector yeah. room yeah. in this cocoon which is what Adam Warlock did frequently um, I think with Doctor Strange that is what I'm wondering is how they're going to start to tie in other things because again Marvel crushes it right. at attaching everything making it truly feel like one universe the guardians and doctor strange like how to really merge those outlying ones mm-hmm. is going to be interesting so i think if they're going to bring in adam warlock they could heavily start dropping stuff in doctor strange yeah um so yeah if if thanos has has the gauntlet which i'm i'm pretty sure he does I mean, he does well, he got it at the end of age of Ultron, right he, he did it. and since even Vision says it was a fragment, you know. Okay. Uh, Thanos could probably control him, or at least right. take him out of the fight. Quickly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at one point during the uh, Infinity Gauntlet saga, I mean, back in the 90s, Silver Surfer comes flying at Thanos, and Thanos just punches him. Just done. Yeah. So, and Silver Surfer has the Didn't power he cosmic. Melt some, who did he melt? He well, I mean, he, he killed a bunch, like, killed like half the galaxy. And, yeah, but he mel- when they show up at the sanctuary, who did he melt? Was oh it, yeah, yeah. Was it Iron uh, Man. I Someone gets melted. And I was yeah. like, man, this, how are they going to beat this dude? He's melting people. And that is the thing. When they get to those movies, I mean, yeah, Ultron, big yeah. scary guy. I, I keep hearing his introduction is going to be monstrous because yeah, they have never faced some something like this. Yeah, they keep. You know, I was reading stuff last week or this week about how his introduction is going to be great, which I'm. I'm ready for it. All right now, I'm ready. They can do it. Just, I, I trust them. Just give it to me. Yeah, give, give it up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, as far as, like, returning people... Uh, Hawkeye. Yeah, Hawkeye. <laughs> and Hawkeye, his moments are great because even in the first Avengers, his ability to recognize how he does not <laughs> how belong... How human he is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he frequently brings it up, which is good. It makes sense. Mm. Because yeah. when you have all of these quote unquote enhanced because they cannot use mutants and whatever, and then you have this guy with a bow and arrow who technically, I mean, in various iterations of the comics, had some sort of powers, yeah. but I mean, yeah, so his, his comedic timing and his moments I thought were great. Always. Good. For that. Yeah, he's really good at that. A little quick, like when he shows up, when he, when he, we, don't, we don't see him for a while, but when he pops mm-hmm. up, it's like he never left. Yeah. It's there cracking jokes, being funny. Which the amount of, again, we talked about the balance. Yeah. This movie was legitimately funny in Legitimately laugh. I, I, a lot of good laughs. Yeah. Whether it was Paul Rudd, Scarlet Witch, Hawk, I like almost. Or someone being dead serious. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's not, he's not playing around. Yeah. Almost all of the characters have a moment. Yep. And that type of humor and that type of just lightness and levity (laughs) so that that was that was really nice okay so those were the the current people the people that we knew the new cast yes uh we have two new two newbies showing up 
Well, there are four. Wait, who's the four? So we have Chadwick Boseman yeah. playing Black Panther, T'Challa. T'Challa, Black Panther. Black Panther. Uh, Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Uh-huh. I, I put Paul Rudd in there okay. as Ant-Man because... He hasn't been in any other of the movies. Yeah, yeah and, and Ant-Man was not the most widely praised Marvel film. I enjoyed Ant-Man, but yes. I mean, yeah, it, it was kind of a filler. Right. And, and it was good. Introduces the character. Yeah, exactly. That way when he shows up, we don't need an intro. He's, yep. just, he's doing what he's doing. Um, and then I put Daniel Bruhl in yes. there as Helmut Zero or Helmut Zemo. Zemo. Uh, he was Baron Zemo in the comics. Yeah. And he wore like a purple sock mm-hmm. thing over his face with the crown. It was ridiculous. Yeah. I was I was really waiting for them to even give a nod to that. Uh, there was part of the movie, uh, shocking, takes place in Siberia or some other Where frozen, was some frozen wasteland cold. in Russia. Yeah. I was waiting for him to at least like pull a purple scarf yeah. over his face or something. Try to hide. Yeah, I mean just something. Right. But okay, so with those four new people, okay, uh, we'll start with Daniel Bruhl. What did you think? Of I him? love Daniel Bruhl. I think he's great. Mm-hmm. I think he gave his character a lot more depth than I think other actors may not have been able to do. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't just some sinister, crazy person. He ha- he has some he has a menacing screen presence, yeah, but it's also calming. Look, of yeah. like I'll murder somebody if I need to. But yeah, but he, you know he so he carries that presence throughout the whole film, and he sort of pops up, and he's you know unlike other superhero movies, his bad guy made sense. Like his, his when you get to his plan, you're like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. I get why someone would do that. I I kind of disagree. That you don't think it's okay. Made so sense? <laughs> this was. I mean, how dare you? Th- th- there were <laughs> there were a couple uh, just slight issues, mm-hmm. you know, that, that I had with with the film, and that was one of them that I wrote down is the driving force of the movie, yeah. kind of the the machinations, you know, behind the plot to get people to turn against each other, to do all of that. Mm-hmm. I felt was a little bit weak at times. I, oh, I f- I'm not saying it's strong. I'm okay. saying it made sense. Like, okay. I understood it. It was like a through. You're doing this. You're doing A, B to get to C. Mm-hmm. Cool. Is it weak? Yeah, it's weak. It's not. Yeah, we've seen this plot a million times. Because that was what I was kind of feeling. Is, I mean, you see his character globe trekking and doing all of these things, and the whole time I'm like, I was trying to figure out the, the kind of reasons or, or why he was doing it that way. Yeah. Um. Because if you know, if you add, if say you change it, you make it more intricate. Mm-hmm. Are you either a adding more time to this movie, right? Or B, what are you what are you taking away? Like, what are you going to subtract from the movie? Yeah, what scene I'm going to? All right, all right, John, <laughs> cut cut out some stuff. Right, let me take this out of the airport fight scene. I'd be like, no, 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 <laughs> right, no, no. no. Yeah. That's what you leave with. So I think you kind of need a vanilla story. Because we saw, I feel like I'm bashing Batman versus Superman, but we saw <laughs> what happens when you try to get too complex. Yeah. And, I mean, it. so to this you, film, you try to have too many pieces. Right. And to this film's credit, it's one piece. It, it was streamlined. Very you streamlined. know, he, he did, you know, there is kind of one twist in his plan towards the end right. um, where you find out kind of what really happened. Yeah. Um, but he was consistent. Very so, consistent. So his portrayal consistent was consistent. So that, that was good. But I mean, as far as I guess the, the, the story behind the story was, right. was pretty soft. Yes. I would disagree with that. It was pretty soft. Okay. It didn't Good. ruin the movie. Because if you had disagreed with me, it, I was going to turn <laughs> off your mic. <laughs> but it doesn't take away from any of the enjoyment at right. all. At all. 
That makes sense. Okay. Um, so yeah, Paul Rudd was Paul Rudd. He was funny. He was quippy. Uh, he had his, you know, fanboy moments when he first meets Cap that we have seen yeah. in some of the trailers, some of the clips. Yeah. And it felt genuine. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that was, that was good to see. But the two big new people. Let's talk about it. Oh boy. So <sighs> okay. the first one. Which one are you going with? Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa. Fantastic. Oh my God. Like, Fantastic. Crushing. Can, can, can we talk about. <laughs> I don't want to fanboy out. Can we just talk about how they handled Black Panther? My fear was that they were going to make him a little weak or a little submissive. Like, he's the only dead serious character of the entire film. Mm-hmm. Like, Hawkeye makes a joke to him and just. And he's like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> And there's a moment when he's talking with with uh, so to set it up like they're in a world where everyone knows they're aware of Wakanda the Wakanda mm-hmm. they're aware and they know that they're very secretive they're very secretive um, this incident happens that brings T'Challa out uh, and his father and so but he's having a conversation with Black Widow mm-hmm. and she's like oh you know this is what we're gonna do we're gonna look for the Winter Soldier and he's like right. yeah don't worry about that <laughs> yeah. and, and not so nice words like. Yeah, you don't got to worry about it. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, they made him, they made him pretty serious," which which was again to Marvel's credit, yeah, true to the character. Yeah, T'Challa in the comics is not the wise cracking, you know, whatever. Like he he's is. not on the side. I mean, on the yeah. posters you see him; he's not on anybody's side. He's he has a mission, right? He's after the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. And if it means you got to be with Tony, cool. Mm-hmm. But it, it is a means to an end. It's a it, means to it, an it, end. He is using a tool to get what he needs. The suit looks amazing. Like, again, and it would have really bothered me had they put all the work into the suit yeah. and put it at night or yeah. made him, you know, like a sneaky character, which, you know, he can be. In a lot of the comics, I mean, he is slinking around at night. Uh, I'm glad they took off his yeah. cape that he sometimes has in the comics. Maybe we'll have it later. He probably will. He just shows up. Yeah. He just popped up on screen. I was like, oh, in the, in the we're doing middle this right now. of a kind of chase scene action oh, that, sequence. Oh, that awesome hallway stairway fight scene? Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And he shows up like, oh, we're, we're doing more awesome. Which this film did a couple times. Like even in the beginning, in the yeah. first few minutes, which some of it is in, is in yeah. one of the trailers, they come in strong. Swinging. Like and they do not waste time. They're like, you know, some of these characters, and this is a fight. This is how work and teamwork. Just go. You know who Crossbones is. And that's what I love. Like right before the airport fight scene, <clears throat> you know, they're having this big talk, mm-hmm. and you hear this announcement. And they're like, "Oh, they're clearing the airport." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh, we're going here right now." Like, yeah, we're leaving this scene. And we're going right to this mega fight scene. Okay, yeah. I see you, Marvel. And we, I see. And we trust them. Yeah. And I that, love, you know what I love about Black Panther? I love how everyone had to call him your highness. That, and that was something <laughs> that when was. you looked at his portrayal, when you saw yeah. him as a character, he commanded that. Yeah. And even at the beginning, he's, he, he sounds a little shy. He's like, oh, I'm not really into the politics. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, this guy. Then he shows up later with his suit, the vibranium. Yeah. You're like, and doesn't Cap try to ask him about his suit? He mentioned something about He's it being like, vibranium, yeah. Dude. Get, well, get away I mean, in the nation of Wakanda, I mean, there is kind of yeah. one uh, line about that. You know, yeah. they're like, you know, the stolen vibranium, yeah. you know, helped create this and this. And so... So they felt they were responsible and they had to come out and do something. 
So, but yeah, his portrayal. Can I talk about my other favorite? Go ahead. Come on, talk about my other favorite Black Panther scenes. (laughs) So, another thing that the Chadwick Boseman does really well. So, an African accent is hard. Yeah, it it is difficult for actors to do. I mean, most actors. You mean like Storm and first action? Oh boy. Which she had for, what, five seconds? She was like, you know what, I'm done. I mean, I'm done. did not even try. But most actors, they can do an English accent. They can do an Australian accent. Some right. of them can do an Irish accent. Right. I mean, but an African accent is just, it is challenging. And, and he talks. He has lines. Yeah, and that was another thing that I was I was interested to see how they were going to do. If they were going to kind of minimize that. And in his first, uh, our first interaction with him, right. his first couple lines, like you were saying, he is kind of shy. And I was like... Are they going to play this down a little bit? But nope. Nope. They do not. At, at all. He is very confident. The best, one of my favorite scenes involved one of his bodyguards who they didn't mm-hmm. introduce, but knowing that that was one of his bodyguards, she talks to Black Widow as if Black Widow is not a deadly assassin. Yeah. Very. That, <laughs> I was like, hoo, 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 that, was my, here. that was my third Scarlet oh. Witch moment. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, at one point, Scarlet Witch is, is waiting. Yeah. To, to just talk just to, try to They're trying to recruit him. Right. At this point, they're, they're starting to recruit people because yeah. each side feels like they're under man. Yeah. And so she is standing by T'Challa's car, and, and his bodyguard comes up. And they have this, again, 10 second interaction. She looked badass. Fierce. <laughs> Super fierce. Said Black Widow, you better move. And like, the way. They, and Black Panther <laughs> frequently had in the comics uh, a group of women warrior protectors. Yeah. One of them was his sister at one yeah. point. Uh, it was the Dora. Yeah, I forgot Dora, the name. Dora Malaysia. I know I'm gonna like butcher it, but yeah, yeah, Dora, Dora Malaysia, something like that. And so these just fierce warrior women gathered from all of the tribes, you mm-hmm. know, in Africa as this unity measure. And so yeah, she just walked straight up to Black Widow, and she was like, "You need to move, or I'm gonna move you." <laughs> <laughs> and just here's the thing she knows who Black Widow is oh, that's yeah. the funniest part yep. about it and then T'Challa just smiles and he was like, he was like as entertaining as that might be because <laughs> yeah. like, he knew <laughs> he knew it was about to go down yeah. like if he did not oh, step man. in that was so good so the, those interactions were just were priceless so it, I I am so I mean I was excited for Black Panther and they announced it a year ago and then I got more excited when Ryan Coogler was announced to direct it after seeing seeing this, him in film oh I it's cannot on. wait. I cannot wait. Uh, yeah. 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 So, after, yeah. I won't spoil anything, but yes. <laughs> I cannot wait to see what they do with this character because, you know, you see him as a man of honor and mm-hmm. strength and power, and he's he knows he's 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 loyal to his country. Mm-hmm. So that's in there. To his people. To his, yeah. like, the, the deep those connections were insane. The fight choreographer, which I tried looking those up, moves, but... Those moves, like... I mean, it was... It was incredible. Whoever the fight people were in was. the theater were like, "Ooh!" Like yeah. <laughs> you were watching this guy flip and kick and and the, the what was crazy is his calmness yeah. throughout the fights. There were times like there were only a few times when like people got a good shot at him, but when that would happen and he would kind of like take a step back and like he would land on the ground already ready to attack yeah. to literally pounce. I mean, it, it, every everything about that character just it was strength. Yeah, it was honor. It was just those qualities that are unshakable yeah yeah he this is that scene where he kicks the mess out of bucky <laughs> i was like ooh, yeah Oof. yeah okay. so i we welcome to the chadwick boseman fan cast listen uh, by the way <laughs> i would buy if you see chadwick boseman out in the street buy him a drink man yeah that guy in incredible 
Uh, so then the other uh, new person to to the cast that again, I mean, it. I was I was glad they waited this long right. to show Spider Man. Right. Uh, I mean, it was only in the latest trailer like a month ago. Like and maybe, that's maybe two months like, ago. That's a fraction of what you get to see the Spider Man. Yeah, and you don't get to see him interact, which I think is the best part of the character. Mm-hmm. You know, it, this is our third cinematic Spider Man. This yeah. is the first one that Marvel has kind of had its hands in. Mm-hmm. Finally, and when you meet him, you're like, he looks like a kid. Yep, the portrayal of the Peter kid. Parker yeah. is 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 the best one we have ever had. I told my friend that this morning, and she thought it was joking. I said, "Wait till you see the movie." It is incredible. Tobey Maguire. I mean, when those when Spider Man came out in like 2001, right? At the time, blew everyone's mind. Oh my gosh, it, it was incredible. You look around, and you're like, Tobey Maguire looks 50 years old. Mm-hmm. Like he, that was supposed to be a high schooler. Yeah. This kid, looks Tom like Holland, he's barely in high school, who I think is like 18 or 19. Like, yeah. Is is tremendous. Look, like I said when I was sitting out here last time, mm-hmm. you know, uh, John Bernthal talked about how great he was, and he yep. was not lying. <laughs> no, no, not he was not lying. Know. That kid was, um, and even just you know his initial interaction with Tony are great. It feels like a kid talking to a billionaire, yeah, superhero. Imagine if you walked into your apartment and Elon Musk was sitting yeah. there, or Bill Gates, right? But or Bill these- Gates, who was also saving the world. Right, <laughs> I mean you that that starstruck ness yeah. that that happened, and he's still trying to be bashful about what he's doing, mm-hmm. and Tony's trying to like pull it out of him, like okay, so mm-hmm. so they had that brief interaction. So what what's your deal, kid? Yeah. But you know, and then when he finally shows up, which we've seen in the trailer, it's funny. He's, he's the, trying to talk, and, and yeah, and that is Spider Man. Yeah, that is what they have been trying to do in all of the Spider Man movies. Is to give you that that kid who is who is having fun because he was like, yeah. look what I can do! Like he's able to do all these amazing things. Right. You know, at the same time, it is a serious, you know, issue that is happening. Yeah, and, and even like it's funny you say that because it's a very serious issue. But he's talking and joking the entire time, mm-hmm. and people are referencing the jokes so that he's talking too much. Yeah, They're like man, we we have you been in fights before? Yeah. Like I, normally, there's not this much. He's talking. like, oh man, this is really cool. And it's yeah. just like there's that scene that's in the trailer where he's like, oh man, you got a metal arm. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah. As he's fighting, he's like, look, man, here, I'm here for one thing. I'm just here to do this, and mm-hmm. you know, Mr. Stark told me this, and Mr. Stark said that, and it's just. And there was a moment during that airport fight scene where I was like, I can't believe I'm watching this. I can't believe this is actually hmm. something. It was like super like cars flying and spider-man was swinging and and it's it then it was a shot of cap and black panther fighting yeah and i was just like what is this is i never like i never thought yeah. i would a year ago i would have said nah you're not there, there are so many moments in this film yeah. when as it is happening right yeah you, you you could not help but just sit back and be like <laughs> my friend this is happening literally clapped and cheered in right. the middle of the fight i'm not kidding yeah she was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. I was kind of like, yeah. That seems very appropriate right now. Mm-hmm. Very appropriate. You know, the, one of the best things I like during, the, during their fight scenes, and they've done this a bunch, is everyone involved in the fight is very observational as, of what's happening in the fight. Yeah. Very aware. I mean, because they are a team. They're At the very, end of the day, like, they're a team. They, the communication between yeah. the team, just like any military organization, just like any talking. team in general, 
you got to know what everyone is doing. And they're kind of friends, so they're not trying to murder each other, but they're trying to... Incapacitate. They're trying to put each other down for a little bit. Yeah. Um, some, of, some of whom are more successful than others yeah, some in their individual yeah. uh, fights. Um, but that, that was, again, something that I thought they balanced really well. Yeah. Is you take someone, like we referenced before, the Ant-Man line, and he was right. like, I really don't want to hurt you. And she was like, I want to stress about it. And then their fight... Initially, we're like, okay, Black Widow is a master assassin. Right, exactly. <laughs> Paul Rudd, as Ant-Man, has been Ant-Man for like a year. Yeah, maybe. maybe. He, he think he says how long he's been. Did he say how long? No, it's Spider-Man. Says Spider-Man, he, it was like six months. Six months. So, you know, but he, he goes toe-to-toe with her. But the way that they juxtaposed her legitimate fighting style versus mm-hmm. the guy who is now learning all the tricks of what he can do yeah. was great. All right. And even, uh, even like Spider-Man references his suit. Mm-hmm. Which is funny. Um, the two, yeah. the things that they, two things with Spider Man that they did fantastically. Mm-hmm. Well, there are more than that, but two main things. One, no origin story. None. That was. I mean, again, I, I don't. He comes bash, home. He's I got don't bash Batman versus that's Superman. All, that's but all like, you need to know. But with Batman, we we know it. We like, know. have more faith in the audience yeah. to just give us a character, just like. Black Panther, have faith in your audience. They didn't even that, give us a Black Panther origin, but you no. you pretty much know what kind of person he is yeah. from that discussion he has with his dad, mm-hmm. the discussion he has with with, with Black Widow, um, and then just a discussion he has towards the end of the movie. You're like, I know who this character yep. is. I have a pretty good sense of what what he's going to do or not do. Yeah, so that was one great thing that he did with Spider-Man is no origin story. The other thing is when he gets his suit that you see in the trailer... We, we we do not need to see, oh, this is how I designed it. This is how this... Nope. Nope. Just, oh, this is a suit. And go. Right. That is it. Just, again, have faith in the audience. Right. That, I've said that on multiple episodes so far because continually movie makers, it seems like either do not or they they just they make odd choices. Yeah. Like, even like, even the, the scene where you see, you see Ant-Man going in Iron Man's suit. In the trailer, mm-hmm. it's longer and it's funnier. Yeah, like there's there's moments that they've teased in the trailers that are like extrapolated out and are funnier and more interesting. Mm-hmm. There's so much more to that fight yeah. in the airport that people have no idea. There's so much. I'm I'm so thankful for the trailers. I'm so thankful they left yep. like five major moments that are like mm-hmm. wow. Yeah, and left them out the trailer. Yep, leave it out. What was interesting is when. So Iron Man knows about uh, Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Clearly. And, you know, kind of, again, shows up at his house, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, does all of that. Um, When he first sees Ant-Man, he has no idea idea. who he is. That was interesting because I was like, okay, if you have been kind of watching things and you know this kid who is swinging around in Queens. Yeah. I was like, who's this guy? So. But who knows why he knows? Like, who knows? Like. Okay, uh, I think Peter mentioned that some mentions YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a YouTube on there, but yeah, so. like who knows what he knows? But they do show up. It is a, there is an acknowledgement of either knowing these people or not knowing them. Um, yeah, one thing that again was was odd that they feel the need to do in these movies the the instigation or the initiation kind of of the Sokovia Accord right. when they're showing all the damage from the yeah. movies <laughs> and they're like New York 77 dead yeah uh, Sokovia, really only 77 people it looked like right 
they're going through New York City, just buildings, buildings, buildings down. Oh, yeah. And then in the scene of the trailer where you see uh, the building blow up, yeah. and you see uh, T'Challa kind of on the ground, and he's yeah. covered in dirt, they use that in, you know, as part of these, this moment. And it was like 27 died mm-hmm. or whatever. But with Sokovia, when part of the Earth... Crashed. They had evacuated people. Oh come on! They had evacuated people, and it was like forty dead. It was like really so yeah. twenty seven people in this. Bi- I mean, come on! I they mean, evacuated people. That was just it was. I yeah. know why they are doing it, but it just it that was, we get it. Yeah, just get just it. let it let it happen. We don't need numbers, right? Um, okay, so we already kind of touched on the action, but without spoiling anything, right? What what were some of your your takeaways kind of moving forward that you think how the action will will progress. I think they, they did a good job mixing, you know, what we end with everyone. It's a good job mixing. Is that me? I, I uh, think so. I'm not sure. Oh, just, oh sorry about that. Um, wow. They do, they do, yeah, I know, right? so, I'm so unprofessional right now. My phone, my phone's always on silent. Um, they do a good, a good job mixing the team up. So mm-hmm. even like, think about it. The team we saw in Avengers isn't the team we saw in Age of Ultron. Right. Isn't the team that we just saw in Civil War. So the next team we see, it's going to be a different team. It's going to be a different group. They're all going to be in different spaces. I think by the time Infinity Wars comes up, they're all going to be in different places in their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see where Iron Man's at. We'll see where Cap is at. We'll see, you know. There's that touching moment at the end, which I won't spoil, but you get a, you get a good moment of kind of where both of these guys are at. Mm-hmm. And, and it ended, that's the other thing. It ended on such a great beat. Like when it ended, I was like, it's a great beat in the movie on. Yeah, and it's I was great. I mean, if if you have read if anyone listening has read the comics, right. you know, and this the storyline Civil War and right. kind of what happens after mm-hmm. Civil War to one of the main characters. Yeah. Um I was not sure if they were going to incorporate that into the movie. I, I, you know, uh, there was part of me that was like But I think I think it's good not to. I I think, I think what we're referencing definitely could happen in Infinity Wars. I think they missed their chance. You think so? Yep. I All think right. that if they were going to do that... So, again, people who are listening, <laughs> go pick up Civil War. You can get it at Trade Paperback. You can get it on Comatology. Yeah. Get it at the library. Love at the library. library. Yeah. Um, it came out in, like, 07, 08. Mm-hmm. But still, we, we will not spoil it because it is it, a good storyline. Go go pick it up. Um, but I think they missed their chance to do that critical thing that happened in the comics right. post-Civil War because I... If they're going to do it, they they should have done it now. And there were a couple of scenes well, you towards the end. You thought it was happening when, <laughs> when a certain person is standing by some open spaces, and I was like, "Oh, no. I, you know." Yeah. But uh, yeah, so they yeah, they did I not get you. they did not do that. But but I think as far as the action, to see the evolution of just the hand to hand fighting, yeah, the martial so arts well done. is incredible because in the first Captain America. Same with Iron Man, like kind of throwing haymakers, right. just doing that. And then Winter Soldier, was you like, can tell he I'm has... watching Raid Redemption. Yeah, like he spent some time studying. And this one... And There's a just, lot of that. Yeah, they just they really do a great job. It's funny because you get that in the, the, the first when they're, they're running to Rumlow. What's his name, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of that, especially with, with, with Black Widow. It's mm-hmm. a lot of that. Like she takes out a couple guys. You're like, ooh. Yeah, it's brutal using he, crazy even, spinning tactics that even even <laughs> when Cap shows up and even uh, yeah because he throws like a no the cap, that Cap fight mm-hmm. the Winter Soldier fight when he like throws a center block through a dude um, yeah. and, and the way he uses his metal 
arm is yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. It's not like a, just a club. He's yeah. deflecting bullets. He's choking people. He's punching through things. He's grabbing things. He's bending things. He's using it to launch things. It's yeah. They do a really good job of doing that, and it's similar to the way they use Cap Shield. Yeah. Well, that is. I mean, to their credit, every character who has an accessory right. uses it, uses and not it. only uses it, but uses it in more than one way. Right. And that again, I mean, except for Scarlet Witch. I mean, she yeah. she just she does she does some weird stuff. That. But again, she Killing does not people. really know how to use her power. So right. But everyone else, like they do multiple things, and so. Even vision, yeah. Which vision. there is a part in the air, air uh, airport scene in the big in one of the big fight scenes. You kind of lose track of him for a bit, yeah. and as they're focusing on some of the other fights that are breaking out, I'm like, you know, Vision could stop this. He could stop real all quick. Of this. <laughs> Maybe he's he does. He does up in a couple times. Yeah, but it was, was kind of weird. Like you see, you know, one of the images from the trailer. You know, where they're running towards each other. Yeah. Um, and so after that, they kind of split off. And yeah, there are a couple times when like I lost track of vision for a few minutes. Right. And in movie time, I was like, if stuff is going on yeah. everywhere, <laughs> you would think this guy would that be mind Jim. Yeah. But you know, again, I think they don't want to murder people. I don't know if right. he knows how to like <laughs> gently stop people. To pull punches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Face to your face. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So how did you feel about the balance of the business suits versus the superhero suits like as far as when people are out of their costumes and having interactions just as oh i thought it was great mm-hmm. i mean i mean people tune in to see the the, the superhero yeah. suits but <clears throat> you know tony's speech when he's speaking to mit mm-hmm. then you've got like you know like i told i talked about before this this scarlet witch vision scene and you also have you know when they're just all kind of deliberating what's happening um mm-hmm. the funeral scene yeah, that yeah, and that that was it was really touching. It was touching. <clears throat> excuse me. It was touching, and I mean, it was one of those moments that maybe was unneeded, uh, unnecessary. I, that might be one I'd trim the fat on, but it it, it worked as a scene, and, and, not, and it served as a as an inspirational, you know. There, point. There's a cap scene which I won't ruin, but when he looks back at the car, mm-hmm. hilarious. Yeah. Which was a nice callback to a scene in Winter Soldier. Yeah, and but but, but funny, like yeah. it's that kind of stuff. That's like they're really about to go fight for their lives. But there's mm-hmm. this moment where he looks back at his two friends in the car, and it's like two buddies in the car, yeah, like a high school. <laughs> yeah, like a, like, high school oh. <laughs> it's great, but yeah, it's that kind of like those moments when they're not in their costumes, mm-hmm. but they have weight and levity to them, and they're funny and they're really light and can be, you know. And even like when, you know, when they're all in that building before they all before they all show up and Bucky shows up, oh, I'll have to mm-hmm. find him. Cap and Tony, even a few, you know, they're a few beats into this this fight, mm-hmm. and they still have a moment of like friendship. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know about. That there's there are still those know. moments when yeah. when Tony was like. Please, like he, yeah. I mean, he is he is almost begging his right. friend right. to just let it go. You know, let let what is going to happen happen because it is going to happen anyway. Yeah, but you know, and then there's a scene where Cap says that ask him. I think Scarlet, I think Black Widow asks him. You know, why does he have to be the one to do it? He's like, I'm the one least likely to get killed trying because mm-hmm. he because he sees something in his friend. Mm-hmm. 
he knows any any, any who what normal group is going to come bring in the Winter Soldier? He's Don't a trained worry. assassin. Yeah. Yeah. You're expecting that to happen? Like, no. So, I, you know, I like those beats. But, and, and like you said, you asked before, you know, was it a good balance? I think it's it's just enough balance. Because, mm-hmm. and it's so well done that you, you're not sitting on your hands waiting for another fight. Right. Because, I mean, yeah, there, there were times when, I will not say that, that the movie dragged, yeah. but when it starts out, right. and it is action. Boom, it, boom, I mean, boom, it boom, just, boom. you get yeah. right into it. And then there's, you know, some plot, and then there's this. So, I mean, yeah, there are kind of three, three, maybe four kind of major fight scenes that happen. Um, But yeah, I mean, it still keeps you entertained, you know, through those. That there was maybe only like one time when I was kind of waiting to see what happened in that scene. What what sequence was that without spoiling anything? Well, the the funeral thing was something where... There was an important message at the funeral. There was, but I feel like anyone could have delivered that. You think they didn't have the... She could have been like, there's a funeral... And this is what I said. Yep. You can I, like, oh. Yeah. I think that, I mean, yeah, so there is something that gets said, yeah. you know, that kind of gives Cap that light bulb when he was like, I need to do what is right. Right. But I, you know, eh. You didn't need it. You didn't no. Want it. I, I, I but think, then it was also that little moment of like, oh, look who's talking. This is cute. Right. She she could she could have walked <laughs> you, into the or anything. Yeah, because she shows up later. She shows yeah. up randomly when they're at a bar. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, but again, my, my gripes with this movie are few and far between. Yeah. So. It's not going to make you hate it. No. What was your favorite scene in the movie? My favorite scene. I mean, it's tough because, I mean, there are so many moments with, with Black Panther. Yeah. That I thought were incredible. Even right. when, even outside of, of fighting. Right. Because, I mean, again, his fighting style, his fight choreography right. was on point. Um, so it is tough for me to say a favorite scene without spoiling things. Okay. Um, but, uh, so one, one without spoiling things, I mean, even the Spider-Man stuff, yeah, the Spider-Man, Spider-Man stuff, stuff was, really was, was great because you finally felt You're like, Oh man, we're going to get a really good Spider-Man. Yeah, you finally <laughs> felt convinced. Like this is a high schooler. This, this is, a, school is a kid who is awkward and wants to impress this genius philanthropist. Right. You know Iron Man, who's in his house. Mm-hmm. So all the scenes with him were were great. What about you? What you got? I would say, in doubt, sounding like a crazy person. Um, you know, definitely a lot of the Black Panther stuff. Mm-hmm. But probably, <laughs> probably the hallway. That whole sequence from the hallway fight mm-hmm. through the the sequence you see in the Audi commercial. Which, I mean, which, Audi, which wasn't an Audi commercial. It was just when the, when they when they use real footage from yeah. the movie in these Audi commercials. But then yeah. when you're watching the movie, it takes you out. Of it. it it took me out of it a little yeah. bit because they also showed that commercial yeah. right right before, before the, the movie. movie. And I was, it was like, like oh, come on, guys, do you really need to hammer that home? Come on, Audi. Um, but I thought that whole sequence was yeah, because that, that goes on for a while. Yeah. So I mean, it goes on for a minute, but it's all—it's like an adrenaline rush. Mm-hmm. You're watching this amazing stairway fight sequence that remind you of something out of The Raid or, or mm-hmm. Hong Bok. Daredevil season two. Daredevil season two, where mm-hmm. Cap's really trying to stop him <laughs> from murdering people, mm-hmm. but also trying to protect him from getting killed himself because this group is coming in to kill him. Yeah, there definitely there was a cool moment when 
when He's I mean, like, Bucky, on, man. Bucky is literally <laughs> fighting for his life. Like yeah. these people are mercenaries. They, these are not the ones that want to bring him in. These no. are the people that want Shoot to bring him order. down. Yeah. And so Bucky is fighting for his life and he kind of, you know, knocks this guy over a railing and cap grabs the guy. And yeah, just the look he gives him like, come on, like I'm trying to Dude, help you, man. What like, are we doing? We're like, not- I, I'm trying to convince people that you're not this crazy murderer. Everything like that countdown before they come to the apartment. It's like, it's really tense. Yeah. I'm like, what is he going to do? Mm-hmm. And you're not sure if he's still this winter soldier, if he can switch mm-hmm. it on or off. Yeah, I thought that, that whole sequence was, was just phenomenal. I mean, the whole airport sequence, I mean, that's, with Gov without saying, like that's going to be a sequence that's going to be hard to top for any superhero movie. Seriously, it's because be because again, hard. the scope of it is one. Thing. I was like I said, I know people in DC just stood up and just flipped the table. Watched, I know they watched it and was like, <gasps> they're like, oh, that, that's how you do it. You can do that. Yeah, <laughs> you can. You can do that. I mean, it, it's literally like how many? Okay, how many costume characters are in that scene? Twelve, I think, because you have about six each side, yeah. or yeah. and it all looks seamless. Yeah. And there's stuff flying. There are people flying. Mm-hmm. There are some independent moments. Yeah. There's some humor. There's some just some some tense moments. Yeah. Um, and it is successful. And it's super successful because when you see the scope like that, and we saw it in the trailer. I, I mean, as excited as I was, I was like, "How are they going yeah. to pull this off?" Right. And you know, and can I? I like how they set up the third act. When they end up in whatever cold place, right. Russia, <laughs> it was really tense at first. Mm-hmm. Really tense. <laughs> Tony's joking with the one so. Well, I don't know what he. What did he call him? Because uh, he, he kept pointing the gun at him. He called him something. <laughs> oh, uh, Manchurian Candidate. Yeah, <laughs> he, was, he was like, "Calm down, Manchurian Candidate." <laughs> um, but it's, but that moment, and you know. Not spoil any of that that whole mm-hmm. sequence, but like that moment and that fight and everything is great. And that's this is on top of all the other great stuff. They give mm-hmm. you this amazing, and even the way they frame some of those shots at the end. Yeah, it's the slow mo they use. It's a little bit of voiceover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, wow, yeah. you guys really went here. This is this is that's going to be tough to top. Not even just the way it looks, just the tone of it and the feel of it. And you feel like you're watching a comic book, which also feel like you're watching your two friends fight. You're watching your parents divorce and you hope they don't divorce. <laughs> right. Watching them fight it out. Um, yeah. What I, what I was kind of waiting for, and again, this, this kind of goes back to the comics and right. the, the story that kind of led into Civil War, mm-hmm. uh, which again, go pick it up, go read it. It is worth it. It's a great read. There were a couple times where they had the opportunity, if they had wanted to, uh, uh, what, what they do? to introduce scrolls. Yeah, there, there were a couple characters in particular. You that, were like, "Is that a scroll?" That I was really waiting for because I was like, "They, they could make." How this. do you know they're not? Well, exactly, and that was the thing. Is like, I feel all right. So here we go. Prediction. Prediction. In Infinity War. Yeah. Which let me see. Uh, Doctor Strange comes out before then. Black Panther. Black Panther. Black Panther is the last movie before Infinity War. Okay. Inhumans is it's not Spider-Man. coming out because Inhumans. Apparently got pushed back. It got pushed back. Indefinitely. I trust them. Go ahead. Put yeah. you can, right at this point, you can push my mom back. I trust Marvel <laughs> to do whatever they're doing right now. Right. Uh, so who who's who's the scroll? So who I really the, like. Th- this th- is on wax, so people are gonna hear this. Yep. All right. So there was a scene, and this is towards the end. Okay. And you have seen him in the trailer, so again, it is not spoiling <gasps> that he is I in know. the movie. Martin Freeman's character. 
I, I was gonna go when there. when you see him and like first of all he was doing an American accent yeah which like why do you have an American accent it's just weird it's um, Martin Freeman. but there's a scene towards the end when he is interacting with with someone uh, who is incarcerated right and I was serious I was waiting for his face just to like shift a little I would have lost my mind just I, and and FYI I, to you I might have screamed in the theater I was like whoa I was just sitting there and I was like are they gonna like just the way that they were filming it You're because like, you see him kind of through the through a partition and you see a reflection and I was just waiting for just one ripple just one ripple across the face uh, yeah it would have been nice so there, there's my prediction I some somebody Bilbo in, the scrolls is that's what you're saying yeah because the scrolls okay. throw them in infinity if you were going to have 67 characters oh, we're definitely getting some scrolls but yeah which okay. i mean granted the the chitari kind of kind similar of, but, you know looked like them but, but the just, scrolls look more like quote-unquote humanoids than the yeah. chitari do yeah chitari and they're in green and everything yeah. but i was just i was waiting for that oh that would have been nice you, and, e, e, okay even if this freeman character is real mm-hmm you could have a scroll impersonating him. Yeah. I mean, because, yeah, in, in the comics, scrolls, I mean, pop time. up all the time. They, yeah. they are embedded. So, for those of you who do not know, uh, I'm so, waiting for the, for the life model decoys to show up. Yeah. Uh, so, so scrolls in the comics are this race of shape shifting aliens yeah. um, that just. Don't, don't they mention them in Guardians of the Galaxy? Ooh, I'm not do sure. Do they? I'm not sure. Uh, they I might, don't know. I don't. I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. So the scrolls. I mean, yeah. it, that would be an easy transition easy. Uh, to kind of put in there because they're shapeshifters. They can Shape, look like they anyone. Look anyone. They could even put. Which a is cream. also what my dad hated about about uh, Battlestar Galactica that everyone could oh. look like a Cylon, could mm-hmm. look like anybody. He went on like a five minute rant one day. Sheesh. I was like, man, how do you like in BSG? He was like, man, everyone can be a Cylon. And he just like ranted, but yeah. You don't want to run into that territory of like anyone right. could be one. Yeah. I mean, and if they wanted to throw in a couple Cree in there because like the Cree and Skrulls have yeah. been having this war for millennia. The Cree were in. Uh, yeah. I, I was going to say, yeah. They mentioned the Cree. Yeah. They were mentioned in that. So, so yeah, that, that, that not that a is, bad theory. So you heard it here first. Yeah. And I, I meant to put it on the podcast weeks ago, but I forgot. Uh, so weeks ago, you thought he was, it was going to be him. Which is what I, or when someone I, that I, it's somebody that I, I was, pretty sure that somebody in this but again they can still do it pretty easily yeah if they wanted to anybody yeah okay. um okay so i think let me see we touched on all that it's not a bad theory at all uh oh the russo brothers fantastic killing it killing it i mean they have a way of making a two and a half hour movies not feel exactly like two and a half hours yeah and again the way to balance yeah balance these characters both out in and out of their costumed personas right. which is tough to do it's it's got to be difficult to do because you know people are coming there they're coming for the party they're coming for the superhero fights mm-hmm. um but it's what the comics did well yeah which was humanize these people and so when you see them in peril you're like oh you know that you know you know you know spider-man has an on may you know he, he cares mm-hmm. about gwen stacy so you have these moments of, of caring about it but you know i think i could just see it reminded me of fantastic four you see in these suits pop in and stuff all of a sudden, Doom shows up and his head's exploding. And uh, yeah, right. It's all this action, and we don't really get to know any of the four mm-hmm. outside of it. Other and you than, do not care. Other than yeah, other than montages of them building stuff, Ugh, right? right? <laughs> which, which isn't anything. But with this movie, you get, and it's and it, uh, to their credit, it's been years of building towards these characters. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need an introduction for Falcon. 
Right. But what I can get is the Falcon Cap relationship and the Falcon Bucket relationship. Mm-hmm. And, and, Falcon's, and the Falcon Red Wing yeah, relationship, exactly. Falcon which was cool. awesome. Like, again, as a, as a diehard comics fan, like, I mean, granted, Red Wing is a drone in this one, but he still has a yeah. quote unquote relationship right. like, with his drone with his drone. And in the comics talks like, about it. Yeah. And like in the comics, he actually had a Falcon yeah, at some point. Falcon, yeah. He could kind of see through the Falcon's eyes, and it. And you know, he, he does some of that here. So I mean, it, that was just again Marvel's Smart. Marvel's way of just. It mod- probably would, if he had a real Falcon, he could see through. That's we're talking about Game of Thrones. We're not talking yeah. about yeah. this. He'd suddenly be a warg, and it would just be weird. <laughs> his eyes rolling back in his head, right? But yeah, so they did a really good job of just yeah. taking that. But yeah, I mean, like you were saying, the they gave him so much funny stuff to do. Like they gave mm-hmm. Mackie like a lot of quick funny one-liners and mm-hmm. a lot of action a lot of action like they he wasn't a punk i was like no. they usually like they kind of made him a punk a little bit but no he's and, showing up and again the variety yeah. of his wings oh yeah he balls up he balls up at one point he uses that as shields at one point he turns his back which first of all i would never turn my back on if you're in the middle of a firefight i do not care he's like, oh, how confident back. you yeah. are <laughs> he just turns his back and they so but yeah i mean he he was great yeah. And seeing that relationship build between, you know, continue to build continue between him build, and Cap yeah. and Cap and Bucky. And, and even Rhodes. Like, Rhodes had stuff to do. Rhodes mm-hmm. had... He, Rhodes shows up at the end of Ultron like, what? What's happening? Which, yeah, where was he the whole... T- yeah, that was... He shows up. But you get to see him. He's in the mix. He's mm-hmm. Tony's... That's his... He's looking over... He's kind of like Falcon. He's looking over Tony's back. He's got yeah. his back. He's he's always going to ride with his boy. He even pulls out the, the hammer. Mm-hmm. Got the war, the war hammer. Which... It was interesting. It looked, I mean, it, it's not like a look at the comics, but right. it was funky looking. And, he, mm-hmm. you know, I listened to a, a, this podcast called the Firestarter Podcast, and they were had a whole commentary about how come Rhodey's suit has never gotten upgraded. Pretty much. I mean, like, it's he, like they're like, man, Iron Man's got, he's on Mark whatever. Oh, okay. Rhodey's 30, got the 50. same dusty looking suit. <laughs> Bulky, yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was cool that they gave him some more to do. Gave him a better suit. Mm-hmm. It was it was really you know it's and I think that's what I like about the Marvel films is that they they allow their characters to grow off screen. Yeah. And so when we meet them, they're in different spaces and different places, and it all seems very natural. I don't have to see Bucky learn or yeah. I don't need to see it. Nope. I get it. We're, we're smart enough to get it. But let's see them interact. Let's see. That's what we can't see. We want to mm-hmm. see them interact. Excellent. All right. So now they're touching all of that. Yeah. Onto the rating system. Okay. So our patent pending perfect rating system of this podcast. That was a lot of alliteration with P's. Patent pending perfect. And, and hopefully my pop filter was working for that one. Um, so there are three choices. Good, bad, or ugly. Good is a movie that, that you really liked. Uh, ranging from good to fantastic. Yeah. Bad, you regret seeing it. You know, just kind of you walk out of theater like, eh, okay, that was a movie. Ugly, you absolutely regret it, and you would not recommend it to anyone. Okay. So with those three ratings, if you cannot tell already, because we were, we were trying to keep it on, keep it cool, keep, keep it on the download, cool. but a little bit difficult. Yeah. What would you give this movie, Tim? <laughs> it's damn good. Can I say damn on your podcast? It's damn. Okay? Yeah, you just did. So right, yeah, damn, why not? It's, it's damn good. You know, and there's so much. For those listening, there's so much more. I'm sure most people who are listening to this will have seen the movie. Mm-hmm. And those who haven't, there's so much more that we didn't talk about yeah. that's in the film that is amazing. Go see it. Go to your local theater. 
see it multiple times. You can take your kids to it. Which is huge. That was something that the, the screening it. that we went to did not really have, have any kids. kids. But you can take your uh, kids. It's not like, there are even parts of Batman vs. Superman. I was like, eh. There were parts of definitely not taking the kids to Deadpool. Right. But this is like, you can take your kids to go mm-hmm. see it. And they there's nothing iffy. There's no sexual innuendos. There's no yeah. nothing. Mm-hmm. There's not that, that Michael Bay shot the female characters are the clothed. People have clothes um, on. Although Scarlet Witch, in the middle of a fight scene, she still has her zipper down like halfway down her chest. I mean, when you can she's see, she's a witch. What am I not gonna? What or not? Sorry, not Scarlet Witch. Oh, oh Black, Black Widow. Black Widow. Yeah. Widow. No, Scarlet Witch has a trench coat. She's got and, like, a trench pants on. Like, fully clothed. She's got a but trench. Black Widow, yeah, it's kind of zipped down halfway, and like yeah. you see, the zipper goes all the way yeah. up. And like in the middle of a fight, yeah. you really want to, you know. There's no beach scene. There's no yeah girl Tony's with. Mm-hmm. It's none of that. So it's definitely appropriate for the children. All right. So, uh, Tim, I mean, obviously, gave it a good. Uh, I I had to find little things here and there that, you know, fat I would trim. and But other than that, like, this movie is What kind of fat? Again, like the funeral scene. Like, ridiculous. You want a scene where Cap says, what's your mother's name? Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, of course. Uh, There was was a scene where he talked about his mother's name and people laughed. Did yeah, you, that was that was poor, awkward. Poor, bat, poor DC. That, can I be honest? Mm-hmm. If, yeah. I should let you finish your review before. I, okay. So, so my quick thing. So, yeah, uh, this is a yeah. My rating officially good. Uh, this was this was really good, and and yeah, I mean it. It will stand the test of time, which is a difficult thing for these movies to do, because it, this is a difficult medium. As successful as this medium is. It is still not a guarantee. You know, it's funny because you said that because you talked about, you know, success outside of the suits. And that, to me, that's a credit to it. Because mm-hmm. at some point when the graphics age, right, the character stuff, the stuff outside the suits is going to have to stand. And that's the stuff that's going to hold it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what were, what were we going to say before I finished my review? Uh, so on the way back, we're talking about this movie, me and Curly Nerd Jess and... I was like, I just feel bad for DC. Like, it was le- a legitimate, like, I'm not even being funny. This isn't, like, some Marvel fanboy stuff. I was legitimately like, man, I feel bad. Like, because they don't know what they're doing. And they have these amazing properties. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if someone poured this much ingenuity and thought and precision into Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman and Flash and Green yeah. Lantern? A Justice League just, movie. Just, yeah. can you, I couldn't imagine a Justice League movie where they're fighting some rogue gallery of villains. Mm-hmm. Or even if, if you're going to do Injustice, or if you're going to do... Right, yeah. Could you imagine Could you imagine a Flashpoint Paradox oh, where they're geez. doing these things? Like, I just felt bad because I know they've got good parts, and mm-hmm. they've have, they have, there's literally people there who are competent filmmakers, obviously. Yeah. There's people there with good ideas, mm-hmm. but they're, they're not, it's not connecting. Yeah, and they're rushing to connect things. Because if I'm DC and I watch mm-hmm. this movie, I'm angry. Well, if, if I'm I am angry. DC and I watch this movie, I'm angry. I'm like, okay, Suicide Squad comes out next month. It's July, right? Or it's, yeah, yeah. July. Uh, a couple months away. That, I mean, I, I, have reshoots, a bad, reshoots. I have a bad feeling that if Suicide Squad does not do well, yeah. think, things are going to go bad at DC. There are already, already rumors. There are, it's already going bad. I mean, yeah, the director it's for the, Flash kind of stepped away a little bit. We're not sure if Juan's doing Aquaman, but he posted a picture on Instagram under some Aquaman photos. So I, 
Yeah. I, so for DC's sake, I, I mean, just Suicide Squad looks great. So it looks really good so far. Every new trailer they come out with, I'm excited to see it. For their sake, Suicide Squad has to be a hit. Meanwhile, over at Marvel, Doctor Strange trailer looks great. Yep. Coogler's stepping into the on-deck circle for Black Panther, who we just saw we know is going to be fantastic. Oh, my gosh. If he's taking this character and adding, we're going to see Wakanda. We're going to see mm-hmm. these other things. We're going to see his lineage. Yeah. That's they're they're behind the eight ball. If they in a big way, yeah. Once once they do the Black Panther movie, if they bring in the ultra humanite, yeah. Which, or uh, not ultra humanite? Uh, who is this gorilla? He had this. Uh, uh, I know man ape, something like that. Yeah, I mean, because in Wakanda you have these characters. You know, where, where they go with that, whether it stays in Wakanda the whole movie or otherwise, like just give it to me. Like Marvel has so much, we have so much faith in Marvel right now yeah. that they can do anything. And this movie has bought them so much more goodwill. They were already great. This, this, when you see how well it's put together and and what they're able to do, it's going to earn them so much goodwill. Now, with not only comic book fans, but with just the run of the day move, run of the mill moviegoers are going to have so much faith in what they're doing. Absolutely, because that was the thing with Guardians. Yeah, you know. People just took a chance. Oh, that's right. We got Guardians 2 coming out. Moviegoers were like, this looks fun. How would I go and see it? Oh, my nephew's favorite movie. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. It's Uh, his Star And it is is Man-Ape. Man-Ape. I was thinking of Ultra Humanite from No, I just listened to Insanity Check, Chris and Deepalm do a character corner, and they did one on... Oh, nice. They did one on Black Panther, and so I listened to it, and they were talking about Man-Ape. So they they go through... Have you ever listened to those character corners before? I'm not sure. They're great, because they go through... They're really in-depth. You would love Deepalm's such a great comic mind but mm-hmm. they go through like all these origins they were going through sort of T'Challa's origin mm-hmm. and you know different runs of Black Panther you know some of the stuff that sounded really racist when you think about it but right. you know at the time it was kind of what it was so yeah they talked about Man-Ape and sort of some of you know and how the one thing I didn't think about was that you know Black Panther is a natural nemesis for Doom mm-hmm. if they could get the rights oh. <laughs> yeah. to Doctor Doom mm-hmm in the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Forget sh- the Fantastic Four. Just get Doctor Doom. If you could just get Doom. Just like with Spider-Man. Like, and that is the thing. Sony, if you are listening, which who knows if you are, yeah. come up with a number. Whatever number you come up with, Disney will write oh, you I th- a check. I think, I think that's what's going to happen. I, I mean, they have to be. They have to be. because, And again, Sony can go crazy. Come up with whatever okay. number you want. Spider-Man question for you. Okay. Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm. They, Excited. They dropped Homecoming a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of homecoming references in the movie. Um, what villain do you want to see for Spider-Man: Homecoming? Someone different. So one of the Craven? things when what was it? Craven. I would love for them to do Craven. I you want think to... yeah, the, the first first one that would be a little too heavy. Okay. Uh, when Michael Keaton signed on, yeah. Which is he still signed on? It kind he of went is, back and forth. I think he is. Who's who's Keaton playing? Vulture. Vulture would be a very interesting villain Vulture. to showcase. Okay. Um, because again, like the rhinos, the right. electro, the green goblin. The rhino was so bad in that last one. I mean, the rhino. I was like, yeah, okay, terrible. I mean, the problem is there's that bad taste in our mouth <sighs> of almost all of the great Spider-Man. So villains. what are they used? They've used goblin. They, yeah, they've used green Hob goblin goblin, and kind of hobgoblin, venom, venom, uh, rhino, rhino Doctor Octopus, electro. electro. <laughs> 
Sandman. Sandman. And Sandman was the best, one of the best parts of that movie. Like Sandman, yeah. his stuff was incredible. So what are we, who are we left with? You can go with Vulture. Vulture. You can go with Kingpin, Kingpin if they were to play nice together, which is not going to happen. They could go with Carnage. Carnage. Uh, uh, which they would have to kind of introduce Venom again a little bit. Um, um, I mean, so it, it could be interesting. Uh, but Mysterio I, I, was the name? Yeah, Mysterio. They could do Mysterio. Do Mysterio. Man, they would have to update that yeah, look. No. You're not going to have a guy running around with a fishbowl on his head. What would you do? Just... I mean, they could do like a CGI thing where he can kind of see through it. You see his face? Yeah. But even yeah. they could do Chameleon, but Chameleon, Chameleon is kind of a, yeah. I mean, he can be anyone. Uh, oh, they also did the lizard. Yeah. So we can't. So they kind of, I mean. They, you think they're going to reboot one of these old ones? Maybe yeah. second. So first you think first they do Vulture, I think Yeah, give something and different. And then the second one you do. Craven. Like if you Craven. Do, oh, I love you. No, know what I want to see Craven hmm. is uh, Joe Magnesiello, whatever his name is. The guy Ooh, from Magic yeah, yeah, Mike yeah. movies, yeah. He would be a great Craven. He would be good. He's, he's physically imposing enough. He mm-hmm. looks like a savage. Yeah? Yeah. Could he do a European accent? I don't know. Yeah, because that, that would be the, the That's tricky the look. part. Um, Man, who could do a European accent? Yeah, that is a tough one. Huh. Um, yeah, so we get Tom Hardy to play Craven. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, what's with the Tom Hardy No, hate? because like, it just... Oh, with, he's it, t- with Bane. Too, and, too much Tom Hardy. Yeah, just find a, find a new face. Yeah, a new face, new villain. Just give us something different. Okay. So, right. uh, so yeah. So there we go. We kind of covered all that there is with Civil War. We did. Um, Tim, where can people find you on the interwebs? Uh, they can find me at thepeoplescriticblog.com dot com. You can find me on Twitter at peoplescriticscr. TIC, that one eye. Uh, one eye call I like me, Fetty Wap. Like right? You got, listen, I'm going to ride this Fetty Wap thing until it's over. You can find me on Instagram, People's Critics, Snapchat, the same. Follow me, tweet me, ask me questions. It's mm-hmm. totally cool. I enjoy engaging and talking to people about movies, sports, anything. Excellent. Fantastic. Well, thank you again for, for being on here. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. I feel like I talk too much. No. But it's, it is a podcast. It, yeah. And the other thing is like, there, there are no right ways or wrong ways no. to do a podcast. This is a creative expression that we can do whatever we want. Yeah. Can I be honest? There were moments during the movie where I wanted to, during the Black Panther scenes where I wanted to stand up and be like, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and I didn't. I restrained myself. That would have been amazing. When he first showed up on screen, I almost clapped. And I'm not, yeah. it's not hyperbole. I'm not no, kidding. No, absolutely. Because even when you I see him like, in the trailer and you see his claws kind of pop and everyone freaked out. Oh, before the suit. I'm talking yeah. T'Challa. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, had that moment of this. Yeah, let's go. The, the, the diversity in this movie so good. is is tremendous. So I, God yeah. bless Marvel. This is great. Absolutely. Uh, all right. So, uh, yeah, you can find uh, follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at About to Review. If you have questions, comments, uh, ideas for future episodes, I would love to hear what you guys want to hear us review and talk about you can email those to about to review at gmail.com uh for this episode uh for captain america civil war i have been that guy named john i'm tim and we will see you next time